And so disability arts is sort of a movement that takes up the art from the community in very political ways. Welcome to Curating Tools, a podcast which explores the practical aspects of curatorial work. Through conversations with some of the most prolific curators and art professionals in the creative sector, we aim to provide you with tools and advice to help you develop your curatorial practice. This podcast is brought to you by Call for Curators, a platform promoting professional opportunities since 2012 and Node Center for Curatorial Studies, the first e-learning platform for curators and art professionals founded in 2009. Call for Curators members get access to the expanded versions and members-only episodes of the Curating Tools podcast. Prior to recording, they have the opportunity to send questions to our guests and then hear their responses in the expanded episodes. If you'd like to shape upcoming episodes and gain access to more members-only content, try our membership, which starts at only €2.95 per month. Get a free trial via the link in the description. Hi, I'm Maria Zinkier, and I'm the host of this podcast. And today I'm here with Sean Lee, an artist and curator exploring the notion of disability arts as the last avant-garde. Hi, Sean. How are you? Good. Hi, Maria. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good today. Thank you. Uh, thank you for coming again on this podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's my pleasure to be here. I, I look forward to our conversation. There's a lot that we haven't touched on last time, so I think yeah, uh, it's going to be an interesting one. And um, yeah, so today we're here also to talk about the accessibility in curating. Um, so I think we will start by some visual or self in um, descriptions. But yeah, my name is Maria and I'm a white woman in her late 20s and I have uh, quite long brown hair with a blonde stripe on the sides. Um, I'm wearing octagonal glasses with thin uh, frames and yeah, I'm uh, currently in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, I'm at home, there's some books behind me and I'm in a quite low ceilings room. And yeah, pleasure to be here. Thank you. Um, so I'll start with my image description as well. So I'm Sean Lee. Um, I'm somebody who's male presenting. I use he and they pronouns. Um, I'm an East Asian Chinese person with relatively light skin. Um, I'm also visibly disabled. So my back curves, my shoulders aren't even, and I'm quite short of stature. Um, I've got dark hair that's quite long. It goes past my shoulders down to kind of like my back. Um, it's a little bit wavy. And I'm wearing these kind of steampunk glasses. They're these like brown circle uh, kind of frames with these gold rims that float on the, on the frames. Um, and I'm in this kind of like knitted uh, three-quarter length uh, sweater. I'm in the audio room of the Tangled Art Gallery. So we've got a little pink couch here and there's a lot of sandproofing material, the gray sandproofing material um, behind me. And I'm coming to everyone from Toronto, also known as Takaronto, uh, which is Treaty 13 territory. Uh, thank you, Sean. Fantastic. And 
we started this conversation yeah, with the image descriptions and um, yeah, would you mind sharing with people um, why we're doing it and why is it um, helpful to a lot of people, why it's useful? Yeah, a, a, an image description or a, a verbal description like this is, I think, really helpful to um, create a sense of who is in the space. Um, but it also helps mitigate the assumptions, the sort of normal normative assumptions of who is present and participating and also leading in these spaces, you know, descriptions um, being part of access practices, protocols that, you know, are at this point, cultural practices, I would say, created and established by the disability community to sort of hack the lack of access in our day-to-day -day encounters. Um, it's, it's really about, you know, creating a sense of um, culture that we can all participate in and so create sort of a distinct um, disability culture with unique um, protocols, perspectives, um, and, and sort of ways of, of being and acting when we get together. Yeah, I first um, came across this self or visual descriptions um, when I started hosting online events um, during, during COVID. Uh, it was something that was um, very generously shared um, by some artists that I worked with, and um, yeah, I think that was that was an um, it was an amazing initiative that many people uh, took up uh, to to make the events more inclusive. Because um, as we most of us probably know from our own experience in COVID, uh, the online events uh, can be inaccessible can be also daunting and um and so yeah that's very good uh good good advice for anyone hosting online events um on another note i think um these visual descriptions are quite similar to what you see online on social media with uh, image descriptions and that's that's another place where you can find them uh, which can be um i think it's useful for people who use screen readers. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, image descriptions, both as alt text, but also, you know, within um, the captions can really help to create a sense of what's going on in the image. And also sort of a side bonus, you know, it helps strengthen your search kind of engine optimization. If somebody's looking for a photo and there's alt text embedded, um, that, that also helps with <clears throat> the the search. So just kind of a side fringe benefit, if you will. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, fantastic. So yeah, we kind of started off on that. But uh, Sean, you mentioned Tangled Arts, but, um, and you have a very, uh, you had have a very important role there. Um, and yeah, could you tell us a little bit about what you do there and uh, what you do in your practice in more general? Yeah. Um, so I'm the director of programming at Tangled, um, and I'm also an independent curator and artist. Um, I uh, I teach as well, and um, yeah, I'm somebody really interested in this idea of disability arts curation. Um, the work that I do at Tangled, I think really encompasses like my practice and Tangled um, is an art and disability 
um, organization. Um, it operates uh, the first disability art gallery in Canada, dedicated to exhibiting mad, deaf, and disabled artists in advancing accessible curatorial practices. Um, I think the gallery's made like a little bit of a name for itself internationally at this point as a space for a very vibrant disability culture and what I would say are unapologetically like crip ways of working. Um, we've, I think we've established ourselves as this space for political engagement with disability and um, yeah, the, the shows that, that we do are really about, you know, how we can establish this idea of a disability culture. Yeah. And when I introduced you, I kind of use um, uh, a phrase that you often incorporate in your bio as someone who engages with um, with disability as uh, the last avant-garde. Uh, can you, we talked a little bit about that in the previous episode that we recorded together, but could you remind people what do you mean by that? Um, and kind of how does it, does it, how do disability arts relate to the rest of art history? Yeah, um, well, well, I think that uh, that phrase I really love because it energizes the sector in a way that both kind of um, puts it puts it into sort of the larger overall social movements that have emerged, but also helps us to understand that disability arts is still a practice that most people aren't familiar with, don't understand, and isn't taken up uh, or can't be taken up in sort of normative ways that um, would be about assimilating into arts institutions and spaces. It's um it's a phrase coined by Yinka Shonabare back in 2007 um, when he was on a panel. Um, and I should say Yinka is this incredible disability artist in the UK um, and, uh, you know, Turner Prize nominated CBE uh, kind of artist. So, yeah, just just such a powerful um, person who is doing this this work as well. Um, and what Yinka was saying was that disability arts is sort of like the last remaining avant-garde movement. Um, and it follows kind of this observation he had that, you know, feminist arts movements, black arts movements, queer arts movements, you know, that emerged in the 60s and 70s were these very powerful vehicles for social change. And so disability arts has that that kind of similar power to help us reimagine um, our world, to to reimagine and be kind of a gateway to like a different kind of world that's possible. And this idea of disability arts being the last avant-garde, I think really um, is, is, is kind of part of this idea that disability arts isn't... Um, art therapy. It isn't outsider art. It's, it's um, because those are qualities that were sort of assigned to disability and art in the past. And so disability arts is sort of a movement that takes up um, um, the art from the community in very uh, political ways. It involves those who, you know, are disabled. And um, I think very importantly, it helps us tell stories of kind of a different flavor from what mainstream narratives of disability have previously kind of 
given us in, in the past and historically. If you want to listen to the full episode, sign up for the Cultural Curators membership, which gives you access to exclusive content, online events, and most importantly, to our weekly selection of top art opportunities from all across the world. Sign up now via the link in the description and try the Call for Curators membership for free for one week. Membership prices start at only €2.95 Euros per month.